This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. If you guys want to start a podcast that includes music or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much and let's get into the episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. Today I interviewed Kenzie Elizabeth, which I feel like everyone listening knows exactly who Kenzie is. She is a YouTuber and a lifestyle YouTuber similar to my own and she also has a podcast, which is amazing. I listen to her podcast every week, every time when I'm at the gym, I do my gym workout and I listen to her podcast and then sometimes it's longer than my workout so I'll listen to it on the way home and those are always the best podcasts, the ones when you're like not done with them and you can still listen to them like on your way home in the car wherever you are i love those anyways her podcast is awesome it's i love you so much you can find it on apple spotify all that stuff but i'm so excited to be interviewing kenzie it is actually the very first time that we met which is crazy she was in new york city her and a bunch of other youtubers were here in new york city and i'm so sad that i didn't get to see all of them but i'm so excited that i got to record this with kenzie because we have been talking about recording a podcast together for so long you guys like i remember texting her so long ago i mean like i need to record with you and just the next time i was in la i was like okay we'll record but it worked out that she was in new york before i went to la so i'm so happy that we got to record we went to a podcast studio in midtown and it was just great it was a really really great time and she is so nice and i didn't realize how similar me and her were like when we were talking we were just like we are the same exact person so i know that you guys will enjoy this episode we talk about so much stuff and i also have an episode on her podcast so if you guys want to go check it out i'm gonna have it in the show notes and check out her podcast all of that stuff but i did want to highlight the reviewer of the week before we got into this podcast because i haven't been doing that kind of in a while and i've kind of been like slacking so i wanted to make sure to highlight the reviewer of the week this one is from rachel she says natalie is such a sweet and special soul and her energy comes through on the podcast every week she has intelligent questions and really lets the guests speak and share valuable information as a young female adult with a degree in entrepreneurship who works in corporate america i see the benefits of both sides and love that natalie doesn't promote run right answer for all of us as i am exploring many different interests post-grad this week's episode really resonated with me and motivated me to work even harder and love myself thanks for awesome weekly content nat Thank you so much. I really like this review because I don't want to highlight one way of life. Like I have people from so many different walks of life. They're doing so many different things. And I want to interview people, not only entrepreneurs, but also people in a corporate job because I've realized that not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everyone wants to own their own business. A lot of people do well with structure. A lot of people do well with being told like what to do, having higher ups, having more stability in the sense of a salary, starting a 401k, getting your 401k match, you know? 
health insurance that comes with the benefits of your job having pto all of those things are so amazing and i think that those benefits of a nine to five job are something that should be looked into if you are graduating college or you're looking for a new job so i don't only want to highlight and glamorize like the corporate or the quitting your job doing what you love it is for me and i am so happy and grateful that i chose this route but I also agree with the reviewer that not everyone wants to do that. And that's why I try highlighting like multiple different types of people on my podcast. So if you guys want anyone else that kind of works a corporate job, then uh, be sure to let me know. You can DM me or add it in the Facebook page. With that being said, I do want to get into the podcast because this episode is so good. I can't wait for you guys to hear me and Kenzie's conversation. And I really hope that you guys like it. I'd love to hear more of what you thought in the private Facebook group because that is just like a very fun place where you guys can meet new people you guys can discuss the episodes discuss what you liked and i'm so excited so let's get into the episode with kinsey welcome to the real real podcast with natalie barbu instagram might be your highlight reel but we're here to talk about the real real hi kenzie thank you so much for being on my podcast hi thank you for having me i'm a big fan oh my gosh that means so much to me because your podcast was one of the first ones i ever started listening to really yeah because oh i gosh. wasn't right before i started my podcast I like just started listening to podcasts. Yeah. It wasn't like I was listening for a while. So yours was one of the first oh, yeah. ones. I've been listening for like years. Like, yeah. I was, yeah, it took me forever. That's yeah. cool though. Yeah. No, I love your podcast. But we are going to start with setting the record straight. So this is where I just gave an assumption, a stereotype, and then you're going to tell me if it's true or false based on your experience. Perfect. I've listened to so many episodes, so I'm like so excited. Okay. <laughs> <Yay>! My turn. <laughs> so the first one is it's hard to make friends in LA. Um, Okay, I actually think that there are good people in every city. Mm-hmm. So typically people who are like, oh my gosh, everyone sucks or whatever. It's like, yeah. okay, but like, where are you finding your friends? Or like, yeah. like are yeah. you investing into friendships, whatever? Um, I don't think, I think it can be hard depending on what you do. Mm-hmm. Like if you work from home, obviously it can be difficult. Like you have to yeah. find a setting. Like I've made like, 95% of my friends from church and the rest are like YouTube friends. Yeah. So I could see it being difficult if you were like more isolated like I was at one point mm-hmm. but also at the same time like people I don't know I think you just have to talk to people. I really don't think it's that difficult but I think you have to put yourself in a position to make friends yeah. and that's why people think it's so hard because they don't try to make friends. Yeah they're like comfortable with where they are. Yeah exactly like. and yeah. it's like to have a friend you have to be a friend and so often people are like oh my gosh they're not inviting me to this they're not inviting me to that yeah. and it's like you've literally never once reached out to them you know. Yeah no that's so true I think that like you were saying, like, there are good people in every city, but, like, mm. if you're only surrounding yourself with people that you don't like necessarily, yeah. then get out of that and, like, find a new circle. Yeah, like, if you are not a club scene person and, like, the only place you're making your friends is at the club, yeah. like, that's not going to work out. You guys, yeah. you're, you're not a club scene person. You don't want to go to the club and that's where your friends are going to be. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, for any instance. Yeah. And the next one is it's hard to have a private life on YouTube. Okay. I think for me yeah yeah oh I agree I think it's really hard I think it is hard because I'm also so like my channel really is me mm-hmm. and like for instance like my boyfriend now like I always said I'm gonna keep my relationship very offline and like the yeah. relationship itself granted is not online he's just on my vlogs as my boyfriend like there's a difference yeah, yeah. but like I'm 22 I'm in college so I'm working all the time but I'm also with my friends all the time mm-hmm. and because my job is so odd like they can be with me as i'm doing things yeah so in that sense like for me personally 
I find it difficult. Like, I would find it really hard to keep him completely offline. Yeah, because he's so a huge part of he's your life. He's a huge part of my life when we're literally together, like, every single day. Yeah. And we were in the same friend group before this. So, like, there's so many, you know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. I think I think some people are really able to do it. And I commend them for that. But I just can't. It takes so much more effort for me to be super, super private. That's what I think, you too. Know? Yeah. So I just kind of gave up. Yeah, no, I always was like, I'm not going to put my relationship online. And I do still keep a lot private. Like, yeah. I'm not oversharing in that sense, but it's hard because, like, if he's visiting me, he lives in Boston. So, like, yeah. if oh, I'm, no, I know, I, yeah, I keep up. <laughs> so, like, if I go to Boston, I'm there for like a week at a time or a weekend. Yeah. You know, I'm not just not going to vlog for that entire week. You know, exactly. so it's hard to like not show him in it or not talk about it as much. But yeah, I'm never going to make like a me and my boyfriend channel like no. that will never happen the other day quinton's like i love you and i will legitimately do anything for you but we will never yeah. do it. and i was like oh my god no we would literally never and that's just not us and yeah. like that's great for other people but like i'm not like like my friends like they mess with us because i don't know i like what you said like you can keep certain things like our actual relationship yeah. no one knows any of that he's just honest my boyfriend but they always like mess with us and they're like quincy because they like know how much i like that's just not me <laughs> that's a cute name no it's like actually that was disgusting like ew it's so bad but yeah anyways um answer i personally think it's difficult but i also think i'm someone who like kind of wears my heart on my sleeve and i'm like yeah guys i want to share everything and like i feel i honestly feel like a lot of people who watch me are, like my friends mm -hmm. so it is difficult for me in that regard you know yeah no i think i'm on like the exact same page as you yeah. and i watch your videos and i feel like we share like the exact same amount so. i agree i agree i think quinton's probably in my stuff more because he lives near yeah. Me. That's it, why, yeah yeah exactly Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, -N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Eras tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? 
Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream. It is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon, violet, and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 400 50 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to theouai.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's theouai.com, promo code RealReal. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. And everyone has an opinion about your life when you are on YouTube. I guess everyone in the yeah. sense of like your viewers. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I think people in real life more so than my viewers, honestly. Really? Yeah, I have really nice viewers. Like it's very, very rare for me to even get a hate comment. Mm-hmm. And it's odd. Like I will go through periods of time, but I will say like – I, I was talking about to the girls about this. We're in New York right now, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was talking to them and I'm like, it's so crazy. Like I look back at periods in my life where I was getting hate comments and it really, and like I've had the same friend group on YouTube since I started. Mm-hmm. Like we've all been friends for like four or five years. And uh, I'm like, it's crazy. Like I got a lot of hate this summer and it was like, depending on like who was on my channel and like friends that I was around. Cause like their, maybe their audiences aren't as nice. Yeah. And so like, People who follow, like, no, it's very rare. Like, I'll get comments that are like, oh, you sound like a valley girl. And I'm like, I'm from Texas. I have no idea where this came from. Like, I, yeah. I've always talked like this. I know it's annoying. Like, I don't know what to do. Well, and it's also like your voice. Like, it's yeah. not something you're going to change. Exactly. I know, like, yes. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. just don't watch kind of thing. Um, Yeah, I think, honestly, like, may- I feel like people in my real life have more opinions of it than, like, my viewers too and if they do i feel like they're just genuinely like really nice yeah that's so good though i feel as, like i have mostly good comments like 98 percent good comments but then there's the occasional like two percent that's yeah. like r- kind of like has an opinion on like why did i move here why did i quit my job why I did was, i you yeah. know and it's just like oh my gosh like just yes. mind your own business <laughs> i think that maybe because i haven't made like i haven't like had the chance to like quit a job or like you know what i'm saying it's like crazy. do things like that maybe that like i'm sure people would even like there's a life change i'm making right now and i'm like i know i'm gonna get backlash for this or like something like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. like i will on certain instances but i feel like honestly for the most part 98 percent of everything is good yeah it's crazy how like quitting <laughs> a job it can actually like, 
like people get so upset it's so crazy so upset it's like i shouldn't be scared to like quit my job for what other people are gonna say if they were in your position they probably would have never taken the job to begin with yeah you know yeah it's like whatever it's so stupid i know it's just like crazy how on youtube there's this wave now of like everyone's getting a job and everyone's like oh my god i love your videos you're so relatable and then everyone's quitting because it's not sustainable and then everyone's like oh my god you guys are not relatable it's like okay you tried to do but like you, both. You weren't really like okay. First off, the whole concept of being relatable, like I don't think you have to be doing the exact same thing as everyone else. Mm-hmm. And also, you guys just kind of like, I mean, it's cool for you guys, but also kind of sucks for you guys because you just happen to be the first ones to actually that like were like bigger on YouTube and like went through college yeah. and graduated and got a job, but we're still doing it like full time essentially, like what it should have been full time. Yeah. So, like, you guys were like, kind of the first ones to have to take that step. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, like, you guys get the backlash for it. Yeah. But it's, like, obviously, there's a reason if, like, literally every – like, it's so – I can't even imagine. Like, yeah. it's hard with school. I can't even I know. Imagine. Even with college, it's it was really hard. But now, for anyone who doesn't know who you are, which I feel like everyone that listens to my podcast probably knows who you are, but just tell us, like, a little bit about yourself. Oh, my gosh. I never have to do this. <laughs> I always have other people do this. Um, okay. My name is Kinsey. I'm a 22-year-old – lifestyle vlogger podcaster i'm from texas i live in la um my podcast is i love you so much with kenzie elizabeth um yeah i started on youtube like five six years ago basically it's just kind of like lifestyle across the board Mm -hmm. my podcast is definitely more geared at like i need to figure out a better way to say this because i hate to like be your best self like i don't like that's not what i'm you know what i mean yeah but a lot of it is like i learned from a lot of people i'm really interested in a lot of topics but like they're it's like overall lifestyle and wellness yeah, I feel like your podcast is In you business. interview. Yeah, you yeah. interview so many different types of people, and it literally sounds like what I really like about yours is that it sounds like I'm in the room with you, and like you oh, guys are just thanks. talking. Yeah. Like it's not like scripted or not. Yeah. You know, like you're not like okay, next question, next question, next yeah. question. I always tell my guests, I'm like, I don't want this to be super interview style. Like mm-hmm. I want it to be conversational. Yeah. So like, if you go off on a tangent, that's amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm like, go for it. But like, this is not going to be like. Obviously, like, I have an outline and questions every single episode that mm-hmm. I'm looking at, but, like, I thank you. I try to do that, so that really makes me feel great that you Oh, it that. does. No, you don't sound like you're reading off of anything in a good way. Yeah, Not, like, no, <laughs> unprepared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a good way. And you grew up on YouTube, I feel like, the past, like, yeah, like you said, five, six years, like, your yeah. forming years, I feel like. How was that? Was it, like, different for you? Or, yeah. Like, how? I think we were also talking about this on the trip, and I was like, I'm just really... Like, I'm really happy to be, like, in the friend circle that I'm in, too, because mm-hmm. I feel like one out of, like, and we know so many people, like, we have, honestly, probably the healthiest friend group. Yeah. And also, I'm, like, I think we just, it may not be that, like, most of us went to, like, university and, like, did the normal thing, but I feel like, pe- like, everyone pretty much is, like, pretty down to earth. Mm-hmm. And, like, I went to, I went to, a no, a, like, not a normal school, but I did, I am yeah. in college and, like, whatever. Yeah. So... I think it's just been, like, interesting. I look now at people who are younger and, like, they make mistakes and do all this. And I, like, actually kind of feel bad for them because mm-hmm. I'm, like, you got, like, especially getting to that level of, like, followers and whatever that may be. And, like, you're so young and you don't know and you haven't grown up yeah. yet. And I'm, like, we look back at things and we're, like, what were we? You know what I mean? Like, and we weren't even at that. So it's, yeah. like, I can't imagine. Um, it's been cool though, cause I can look back at like everything in my life. Like my like first love, like I can look back mm-hmm. on, not that I like want to do that, yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you could. You I could. could, I could if I wanted, yeah. but like I have so many like life, major life events that are on camera, mm-hmm. which is cool. 
um, I feel like I definitely learned. I mean, I'm in business school now. And, like, it's so unbelievably – I mean, it's not so unbelievably easy. That makes it sound awful. But, like, it is – you don't realize how much you learn by doing this stuff until you actually go to business school. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, even if I didn't know, like, what the actual term for that was, I know what it is. Like, yeah. I understand it. So, it's really helped me, honestly, in college. And I don't know. It's been cool. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of – it's also kind of weird. But I feel like it's been cool. I feel like, like, going back to, like, the college thing, I feel like I have basically a marketing degree without actually going yeah. to school for marketing. Exactly. Not to discredit people who go to school for marketing, but I feel like because I've been on YouTube for so long, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're doing marketing for the most yes. part and, like, owning a business and all of that stuff. But, like, I feel like now I'm, like, prepared in that way, whereas, like, I don't need a, I didn't need a degree necessarily yeah. in that field, which no, is crazy. I think, honestly, and, like, on, I love college. I think if college is for you, it's for you, and that's amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm in college. But also, I, I'm i not someone who's like, everyone needs to go to college by any means. But I will say, I honestly do feel like I've learned more from experience with, like, what I'm doing now, mm-hmm. which is not the norm. Like, that's not what everyone can – I understand that. And honestly, from, like, podcasts and other, like, people I've listened to and stuff, like, I honestly feel like I've maybe learned more that way. Not to, like, not go because if you don't have that basis, it doesn't make sense. But, yeah. like, even that stuff, like, I learn – I just love learning, which is why I love podcasts. And that's why I like having a podcast because I, like, learn from other people. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've – I just cannot – like, you really can learn anything that you want, which is cool. Anyways. Yeah, and – when you first started on YouTube, did you think you would be on it for this long? Or, like, wh- when you started, like, what yeah. did you think it was going to be like? So, like, I've always been, like, very, very, like, business-minded, kind mm-hmm. of. But it not in the sense of, like, I didn't – I honestly thought I would make $5 off YouTube. Like, it yeah. wasn't like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to, like, whatever and gain a bunch of followers and all that. It was really never, like, genuinely that. People weren't – I mean, people were probably making money at the time, but it was, like, the select few. I don't really know how it started with people making money. Um, When I started, I thought I'd make $5, if that. But Mm -hmm. I also was, like, I know that I can turn this into something. But I didn't, like, turning it into something didn't necessarily mean, like, subscribers and money, which still isn't what it is to me now. But I think, like, when I say that, I'm, like, it's kind of hard to describe. Like, I was, like, I know, like in my heart, I like, I can make this something and it can, like, I'm so passionate about it. But it was more so I was just passionate about it. Like, I j- did not think I would make, I legitimately thought I'd make $5, if yeah. that, because of a call that I had, like, one time. And I didn't, like, I didn't plan for it to, like, like, become something like this. But, like, obviously, I, like, wanted it to be. You yeah, know and I mean? you did work for it. It's not like everything yeah. just, like, happened to, oh, wow, I just got a bunch of subscribers. No, like exactly. You worked for it, but it wasn't, like, your first thought to... Yeah, That's not I wasn't started. like, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna make money and gain followers. Like, yeah. that was really not it at all. Yeah. But I, like, I did want it to become something. Like, I wanted to have, like... Because when I started watching YouTube, this is not, like, the classic bully story, but, like, when I started watching YouTube, it was, like, a place for me to, like, escape mm-hmm. and, like, get... Like, I was having, like, a rough time at home. So, like, I just kind of wanted to be that for other people. Like, it wasn't, like, a money grab. Yeah. And also, like, you couldn't have made money at that time. Like back that, then, yeah, I don't think, like, influencer was even a word back then. Oh, no, like, it wasn't. No one Influencer knew. was, like, two or three years old. Like, yeah, yeah, it's really, really new. But 
I feel like that's how most of us started. Like all yeah. of us were like, oh, this is fun. Like yeah. for me, I didn't play sports in high school and like all my friends played sports and they were all like going to practice after school and I was just so bored all the time. And I was like, okay, I need to do something. So yeah. <laughs> I was like watching uh, Blair Fowler and like Elle Fowler mm-hmm. and Bethany Moda. And I was like, I think I can do that. Like they yeah. – doesn't look that hard. And then I just like filmed my first video on my laptop and that's how it started and yeah. it was horrible. But do you ever look back at like your old stuff? So oh, God, no. I like avoid that like the plague literally. I never want to watch anything. I don't even like watching my videos from like three months ago. Yeah. I'm so like – what was like – I just don't want to see it. I'll watch – sometimes Molly and I will go back and watch – really old videos of us or she has this like iconic channel trailer wait i saw that on your twitter yeah no literally i talked about the other day and everyone's like oh my gosh i remember that tweet i'm like wow i feel really honored everyone knows this tweet it was so funny and like honest to god molly is the best person you'll ever meet in your entire life and she is the funniest person and no one knows it like it's also like she's not i don't know i think maybe it's a humor that you have to be like know her in person for because Mm -hmm. i don't know how she like she, like, plays off of things really funny. So, like, maybe it wouldn't be, like, a on-camera type thing. I don't know. Literally, she's the funniest person in the entire world. So, we'll watch sometimes old videos of us, but that's the extent. Like, I really avoid... Like, my friends will, like, play old videos when I'm home with them. And I'm like, oh, my God, turn it off, please. Oh, yeah. No. Sometimes I like watching my old ones, but I'm just like, oh, my God. I cannot believe I looked like that. I can't believe yeah. I sounded like that. Like, I... I'll watch old videos, like vlogs but not sit down videos that's what yeah. I put it sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no and how has your channel evolved because I feel like all of us I don't know about you but all of us started with like makeup and fashion and your beauty gurus yeah and then now it's like whenever people ask me to describe my channel I have such a hard time because I'm like um I do a lot of vlogs which is just like oh this is what I'm doing today but then that sounds so stupid it's like okay who wants to watch that so I'm like I try to incorporate more like motivating videos productivity yeah. tips whatever but, like, how has your channel evolved from, like, the beginning to you, how you would describe it now? I feel like also I would describe yours as lifestyle and business. Yeah. Like, that's what I would say. At also, complete side note, the other day we were talking, I'm like, in 2020, I'm getting so on top of my finances and budgeting and blah, blah, blah. And Brooke's like, you should watch Natalie's thing. I'm like, I already downloaded it. <laughs> like, I already downloaded the budget, whatever. Um, but honestly i feel like i kind of started off doing videos pretty similar to what i'm doing now and then that's so rare isn't that weird? well yeah. i did we did fall to the saturation time oh i will be the first to admit and like my entire friend group and we were doing like the more like lifestyle we were also younger when we were doing that yeah. granted we liked them for like a little bit of time and then like we were all just so miserable. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there was a time on YouTube where there was, like, a new group of girls. And, like, I love them to death. I'm friends with a lot yeah. of them. They're amazing. But they basically, like, changed the entire landscape of YouTube at the time. And it changed from, like, videos in your room and, like, super chill to really, really overly produced, crazy high saturation. That's why we call them saturation yeah. days. Um, Like, I mean, it's, like... You would, you would think that they were like, they were like 12 year old type things. Like it was just, yeah. a, it was geared towards a younger audience and like that was really good for them. But because those are the videos that were doing well, all the other videos started doing really poorly. So we thought we had to do those in yeah. order to like keep growing our channel, which I wish more than anything we would not have done that. I know, I do too. Yeah. Cause I did also, but mine were so bad. Like mine were not. It was just not good. It. Like, and I didn't even like doing them you know it's like exactly okay let me do a winter lookbook and let me make my mom come outside with me Mm -hmm. and twirl around in front of the camera and like speed it up and slow motion it and all the background music and it's just like it was so weird and not not me at all and like it was just kind of ironic because all of us are very like 
I don't want to say, okay, all of us are very, I think for the most part, true to ourselves Mm -hmm. in like, there were six of us doing it and none of us said anything, you know? So it was just kind of weird. So we did do those for a little bit. And then I remember like, it was one Christmas, like three or four years ago at this point, probably like three, maybe four. And I remember like everyone made these videos. Like I remember Danielle so specifically, like, I don't, I remember the title, but basically she was just like, these videos aren't me, blah, blah. And we, we like so over dramatized it. But at the time it felt that serious to us. Yeah. Like now it's kind of funny, but at the time it really was like, cause that I mean, was all that was popular. Exactly. Yeah. It was, it was kind of a scary time on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And then thank God, like vlogs now, like being actually yourself is like what's in, which is really convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, so then we kind of switched back. Like she's like, I miss halls. Like I miss like get ready with me, vlog, like all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like a lot of it, I definitely started a little bit more makeup heavy and like I, for the most part, don't really wear makeup, but I love skincare and I'm actually kind of getting back more into makeup. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like I went, I kind of strayed for a second and then I came back. Like, I feel like for the most part, honestly, it's pretty similar to how I started, but I've incorporated more like, I want to incorporate like more like business type stuff and it's definitely just like less makeup heavy. Yeah. No, yeah. I completely agree. Like I'll talk about it, but like that's not my channel. I'm not yeah. good at makeup. Like, yeah, I'm not good at it at all. Key into yeah. my makeup and I was like, how did you do this? And she's like, it was literally so easy. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I still have the same brushes from like high school. Like, oh, yeah. not- <laughs> I literally just asked for a new makeup brush set after key into my makeup for Christmas because I like I had nothing on my Christmas list and I was like, oh, I have something for you, mom. Like, yeah, no, it's, it's bad. And did you move to LA for YouTube? Because you moved right after high school, right? Yeah, I moved my senior year, actually. Oh, really? So I was graduating early anyways. So the real reason I moved out that early was because I was gaining residency and we saved like $35,000 in tuition or something like that. Like we saved a lot of money. So the real reason I moved, it was partly for YouTube, partly because like I was graduating early. There was no real reason to stay at the time. Mm -hmm. And like I was so like, oh, like... I have to get out. I have to go do something else. Like, oh, I mean, there was also like stuff going on at home that was like more yeah. of a reason. But like, I was so, I was so ready to graduate and move on with my life. And now I like love Texas. I like, it's my favorite place in the entire world. I love being there. Like, I'm like, I was so stupid. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I graduated early. My dad let me move out early. I was already like doing YouTube like full time at that point. And then, um, I was able to gain residency because you had to get your California ID. And I was just going to community for the first years because at the time I was just going to transfer to an online college. Got but it. it was like, I mean, it wasn't an online college. I was going to transfer to a college and take my classes online. Mm-hmm. So I saved like, it's crazy. Like Santa Monica is something like, I think it's $20,000 for out-of-state students. For it's a, a community, community college. college. Something crazy like that. It's, at least what I was going to do. And in-state is like a thousand. Like it's crazy, oh my crazy insane. So that's why we did that. Cause it just made more sense. I was just going to stay in Texas and do the exact same thing. Yeah. Or I can move to California. Yeah. It's more expensive, but like I gained residency. So that was like a really big part of it. Um, and yeah, then it was like easier for me and Molly was moving out and needed a roommate. It kind of all worked yeah. out really well. My management was out there, like everything, it like worked out well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And how were your first few years in LA? Cause I know I, when I moved, so I moved there for two months. So mm-hmm. it's not like I moved there, but I was just there for two months for a summer. And I just felt like I didn't know like how to make friends because yeah. I moved there really just for YouTube for a few months. And like, yes. that's the only people I hung out with. And I was, I don't know. I feel like once online, sometimes people online can be really different than in person. Yeah. And I love like Morgan and Shelby and all of them. But like when you go to events and you meet like random people and stuff, I was just like, 
oh, I thought you'd be different. Mm -hmm. So I like didn't know how to make friends when I was there. So how are your like first few years there? Yeah, I would say so my first a little under a year Molly was there. So that was really helpful. But we honestly, we were like, oh, my God, it, this kind of all started because we were like, we've not met a straight guy since we moved here. So like, how are you, <laughs> you know, you live like, in West Hollywood? No, we lived oh. downtown because Molly was going to fit on. But like all of our friends were YouTube and like mm -hmm. we actually like kind of lucked out with our friend group from YouTube and like we did have great friends but like also people don't realize LA is really spread out people are busy yeah. seeing your friends is hard anyways and I also think it's healthy to have friends who do different things than you yeah like very healthy and then also on top of that it's really easy for this like I feel like for any job to become your identity now with this like especially in like culture culture and whatever like people now are like finding their identity in their job yeah and I think it's even easier in digital because it literally is like Natalie or Kenzie or yeah. whatever. Our life is our job. Exactly. So like that was one thing. Um, so honestly, we uh, my first year we made friends like at USC and I was dating this guy at USC for like who knows why. And then, um, <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> it was a weird year. I, w I think I was just figuring myself out. Yeah. Like it was just a weird year for me. Um, and from that time, honestly, I did make a few good friends. Like one of my friends from that I'm like still close with um and then molly moved home and my f like i had like four best guy friends from home and they came they like road tripped and they stopped in la to see me and then they left and i was like oh my gosh like i took my friends for granted at home like i've yeah. had the same friends since i was 10 like eight of them and i'm like still best friends with them talking to them all the time like i'll see them when i'm in texas like the entire time like they're the greatest friends ever but i didn't realize how abnormal that was and to have that many friends like great friends for that long and i took everything for granted so then i was like oh my gosh i have no friends here like i don't know what to do mm -hmm. i'm not also like I got, like, really into the party scene. Mm -hmm. And by party scene, I mean, like, parties, like, not even clubs. I was, like, literally 17, yeah. 18 at this time. <laughs> and, um, which is, like, fine. It's just also not me. It was me for that year, though. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I was, like, I'm just, like, miserable. I have no friends. Blah, blah, blah. And then, actually, I literally was, like, okay, I'm going to go. I went to Hillsong, LA. And I was, like, I'm going to go and I'm going to get my best friend. I just know it. Like, this is what's happening tonight. And I just, like, kept saying it. And I met Taylor King that night. And oh, so yeah. then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then it was, like, me and her against the world for a while because, like, we had other friends but not each other kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, and then I eventually ended up going to my program. And then I started going to Zoe. And, like, I made a lot of friends at Hillsong. I made a lot of friends at Zoe. And, like, honestly, I've met 95% of my friends through church in L.A. So, like, yeah. I do think it actually – I see how it would be very difficult because I basically just had built-in friends. Yeah. Also, know? like – Going to something like a like church, small group, mm -hmm. I feel like you find people with very similar values to you. Yeah, you just have similar interests. With, yeah. You know? So like, it's easier to become friends with those people. Yeah. So I think that's really good to like get plugged into something that you're passionate about, whether that's yes. like a church, a small group, a running club, like whatever yeah, that might exactly. look like it can to be you. anything. Yeah. Something else too that people would tell me my first year of LA and I didn't really believe them, but now I'm like, oh my gosh, it's actually so true is your first year is your honeymoon phase which was mine because even though i was like oh i don't know like yeah i'm like i'm in la i can't believe i live here you know you're going and then, out to eat to all the yeah, restaurants exactly and then your second year you've done everything and it's mm -hmm. like you're just bored of it and you hate it and they're like you will hate it your second year and then your third year is when it feels like home and i was yeah. like oh no way and then like my first year my honeymoon phase my second year i was like wait i actually hate this and i don't even know if i liked it the entire time yeah and then my third year i was like okay like i actually feel like so normal and at home here like it doesn't feel like it. i don't know i just like started to actually like all come together yeah but it did take a long time 
Yeah. So. No, that I think is reassuring to a lot of people probably because yeah. a lot of people think like, okay, my first like few months here suck. Like that's it. It's going to suck the rest of the time. But like mm-hmm. I do think it's important to like stick things out or stick, yeah. stick it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I like how you said that you're not like about hustle culture and I listened yeah. to your episode about that too. But what, how do you like separate your life from your work? Or how do you try yeah. to? Because I feel like for us, it's really hard. It is really hard, especially because, okay, what I mean by I'm not like, about hustle culture, because I was listening to Taylor's episode the other day, and she's like, I know everyone's anti-hustle culture. I'm like, I'm not anti-working hard. Yeah, no, that's not what that means. is. Yeah. Like, I just think hustle culture, I think it doesn't matter how you spin it. I think finding your identity in anything like this, especially your job, is not it. Like, I mm-hmm. don't think it's healthy. And even if it's working for you now, I don't think it's going to work long term. Um, so that I'm very strong on. I also think rest is really important. I think rest is part of like working hard. Mm -hmm. So I just think like the whole work and sleep when you die and that whole thing. What the narrative is boring. Yeah. It's not healthy. It's not sustainable. And it's actually not the most efficient way to quote unquote success. Like it's just, it's not it. You burn out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just like always want to make sure I'm not like, okay, don't work hard. Like, that's not what I'm saying. I'm for like being where you are when you're there. Like if you're resting, rest, if you're working, work, whatever, be efficient, blah, blah, blah. Um, but to not find, okay, wait, to separate my life. Yeah. Like how do you, yeah, not find your identity in that or separate it? Yeah. I think it, it was really helpful for me to go to, I went to college. Yeah. So like a physical college. I mean, I've always been in college. I've been, yeah. <laughs> I went to a physical college. Like you went to class. Yeah, yeah. to class. Um, and so that was really helpful because I had something outside of YouTube and I had something. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, and that was so helpful. I made a lot of friends who don't do what I do. Um, I think my relationship has helped me a lot because I, I was pl- going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was talking to Quentin the other day and I was like, this is the first time I've actually like ever in my life been like, oh, I would like rather do hang out with you than work. Like, and that's kind of awful. But like. And I don't mean that for, like, my closest friends, but I'm just, like, completely plugged out. Like, I'm plugged out? What am I trying to say? Plugged out. Checked out? Checked out, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. I got it, though. Yeah. So I think my relationship was really helped. And I also, I think, just, like, having other hobbies and interests and Mm -hmm. stuff, that's something I'm also very passionate about. Like, I think of my friend, Peyton, of, like, she's the Hustle and Halcyon blog, like, literally the best person ever. She's so cool. And she and Alexa Losey, those two people are the coolest people to talk to they have so many different interests they have so many different hobbies completely outside of their work like i think it's just important to be like we were like it's dynamic like have different interests and things so i feel like i've just been able to kind of like develop different friendships different relationships different interests hobbies things like that and in the time that i've been in this physical college i've been able to do that and it has kind of become a fear of mine because i'm done with the program like i'm back to i'm graduating online when does this episode go up um within the next like four weeks okay cool like i'm like i haven't said that yet but that's what i'm saying i'm probably gonna get backlash for but whatever um it was like a two-year internship program with the college and i completed two years so Mm -hmm. i'm just doing i could have stayed but i'm just gonna do the rest online and so like that is kind of a fear of mine right now is i'm like i just i know last time when i was like doing everything from home and whatever i'm gonna be traveling a lot more and like do i have like the podcast studio like it's so different now but it is kind of a fear of mine because that was a big problem for me like so i don't know i think but I feel like if you're aware of it now, yeah, like I'm way aware. You weren't really aware. It was just like you were going through the motions. I feel like, yes. and like now you know that you don't want to be like that, so you're not yeah. going to let yourself. And I think like um, working out, like on, I talk about Pilates all the time, but like it's, I need to try hot it's Pilates. It's literally the best thing in the entire world. Like I'm the, so obsessed with your it. class, like in yes, LA, in I need LA, to go. exactly. Yeah. And um, it's the best thing ever. Yeah, come to LA and we can go to Dayla's class. She's the best. She's Perfect. actually like just recorded with her for my podcast, <laughs> um, but. 
Yeah, she's just the best. Anyways, like things like that, like that's become like an actual hobby of mine. So there's yeah. other things that I do outside of it. And for me personally, that's made a really big difference. And mm-hmm. I have like an entire church community that I'm like really, really close with. Yeah. And like none of them, like a few of them kind of ironically like understand it being in LA. Like it's just not really a thing there. You mm-hmm. know, like people come up to me at church and they're like, what? Like it's just like so not a thing there. Yeah. So I think that's kind of like helps. No, that's so nice. That's how I feel like with my friends here in New York. I have a lot of friends still from college. I've met like my boyfriend's friends here. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of become friends, you know, so like yeah. there's so many people that don't do YouTube here and it's so refreshing like not talking about that all the time or not like having to vlog all the time but like they still get it if i do you know so it's it's nice having like that separation too yeah not always being on but what are your goals for like down the road with youtube with podcasting like what are you hoping for i know it's kind of like a big question like what's your five-year plan but yeah just like eventual goals no timeline i don't really have like i mean i have like things that i'd like to do i used to be like the biggest i mean i'm still like crazy with my google calendar and like passion planner and whatever i used to be like so crazy like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that Mm -hmm. and like every single time something has not gone the way i wanted it's gone it's only been better but it was not something i would have picked before so i'm very like whatever happens happens but also like working towards like goals is like also very important i would love to do a podcast tour i really want to build out the podcast um Honestly, like, I would kind of be interested in, like, I mean, it's my podcast is not the structure of, like, a morning show, like, every day, like, mm-hmm. the morning toast or whatever. Um, But I don't know. Like, I definitely want to do, like, a lot more, like, podcast-heavy stuff. I want to do more, like, I really love Goop and, like, Gwyneth yeah. Paltrow and, like, all of that stuff. So I, like, definitely will, will be, like, aging up stuff. Um, I want – I have, like, all these, like, cool – like business ideas that I want to do so I feel like overall like I want to build a podcast out but I want to have like a lot of other like not even side businesses but like legitimate like businesses that I'm doing diversify yeah exactly Mm -hmm. so like that's kind of my my plan but I'm like really open to a lot of things not in the sense of like I'm not working towards things just in the sense of like what happens no I think I'm like the exact same way so I completely get it and then what is your best piece of advice for someone who wants to start a YouTube channel okay so I talk about this piece of advice that I got so many times. I've talked about it. Maybe I have it on my podcast in a while. But um, one of my, like, favorite people in the world, Erica Boschko, she is, like, she could tell me to jump off a bridge and I would jump off a bridge. Like, yeah, that's how yeah. I trust her <laughs> advice. Um, and I remember, like, two years ago, I was going crazy because I was just, like, really overworking myself. And, like, for some reason, I started caring. I think when you're in a smaller environment every day of people – for some reason, I never cared about what people thought about me in mm-hmm. my entire life. But I was in a weird, smaller group of people that, like, didn't really get it. And then I was like, oh, like, they think I'm self-absorbed and, like, blah, 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 whatever. I mean, yeah. they actually didn't think I was self-absorbed. I just said that because influencer. Think, yeah. 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 Exactly. So um, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm, like, actually dying right now. Like, I don't know what to do. And then she was just like, you are trying to be someone that you're not right now. And, like, you have to actually just be you. She's like, you're actually making yourself smaller. And you're trying to just not – to be someone that you're not. And, like, I think about that literally all the time now, like, with whatever I'm doing. And I think when you're starting, like, a YouTube channel or a podcast or whatever, it's, like, it is cheesy. But I also think that, like, life just won't work if you're not being yourself. Like, Yeah. No, I – You know what I'm saying? I completely agree. Like, I think of – I feel like it was, like, a year or two ago when Emma Chamberlain blew up. Yes. And every single 17-year-old girl edited their videos like her, talked like her, edited their thumbnails like her. Like, it was just, like, a million Emma Chamberlains on YouTube. And I'm like, okay, Emma was 
she's popular because like that's who she is that's like her personality yeah. that's her but like it's not gonna work if everyone is like her like you yeah. need to be like you you know so yeah i just think like when she blew up like i all of a sudden i just started seeing everyone with like the exact same editing style the same like voice the same everything i'm like everything. oh my god <laughs> yeah and people are already watching her so it's like yeah if you want i mean i hate I hate being different for just the sake of being different. Like, I think that's also boring. People are like, oh, whatever. But I also think, like, people are going to – I don't love the word, like, relatability after this year. But, like – Yeah, this year. Like, yeah. I, I hate that word now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now I'm like, oh, whatever. But people are going to connect with you better yes. by you being you because there are people who are, are – that could just connect with you more than they will. Like, there isn't any people who connect more with you than they connect with me. Yeah. And vice versa. So I think it's like, you really have to be yourself also, if you think about this in like business terms. So 10 years from now, let's say you build this brand right now. Let's say it's 2020. You build this entire brand based off of something that you're not. 10 years from now, you have like a following of 20 million. You have like all of these deals coming in or whatever. And it's not you. So, like, mm. if you wanted to do this, like, cookbook, but you're doing these, like, crazy 12-year-old lifestyle videos, like, that will not – that is not going to work. Yeah. You have to be yourself. And, like, I think grow – like, I've never been someone who's, like – I still to this day don't have, like, the craziest following. Like, yeah. I've never been someone who's, like, blown up overnight. But I'm also, like – I would much rather be doing what I'm doing and have a smaller audience that's, like, way more geared towards what I'm into because, like, that's the whole point. Like, I don't want to have, like, 5 million followers Mm -hmm. based off of something that I'm not because then I'm not even going to get what I, like – you can't do – like, you can't, like, do the things that you want to do from that, Yeah, that sense. I completely agree. I think yeah. that's, like, such good advice because so many people are like, well, I need to act a certain way. Like, okay, what's going to get me popular? And mm-hmm. it's like, it's okay if it's a slow and steady growth. Yeah. Like, it's not going to blow up overnight. Slow and steady wins the race, too. Yes, it's exactly. It's pretty rare <laughs> if you're an overnight, like, quote-unquote overnight success. That actually really doesn't happen. Yeah. Like, more often than all people say overnight success, there's, like, 10 years before that. But let's say you really are someone who blew up in the span of six months. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty one. It's like one in a million, essentially. And yeah. then also, it's pretty rare that they like stay on top. Like Emma, someone who blew up really quickly, and she's done very well and has kept everything. Yeah. But like the Alex from Target is like a really good example yeah. of something that went viral. And then like you don't want to always just go viral. Yeah. And then sometimes that works for people, and that's amazing. Seriously, like that's so freaking awesome. But more often than not, like, it doesn't turn into anything. Yeah. And it's just not really, not really what you want, you know? Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think that's honestly, like, the best advice that you can give someone starting out, especially today, like, when Mm -hmm. there's so many people out there. But thank you so much, Kenzie, for coming on my podcast. I really loved this episode. And what do you want to, like, shout out? Where can they find you? Oh, my gosh. Thanks for having me. It's so funny. Like, I haven't been on someone else's podcast in forever. So I'm like, I normally do that. Um, (laughs) It's just my YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter, Kenzie Elizabeth. My podcast is I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth. You guys need to listen to it. It's really good. I feel like if you like this podcast, then you'll definitely like Kenzie's. Yeah, I feel like they're very similar. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Well, thank you so much. Thank you.
have fun in New York. I never know how to end these. I, always I know because like, oh, I do an bye. outro too. It's so yeah. awkward every time. Yep. <laughs> what did you guys think of the episode? I loved it. I thought it was so good. Me and her just like sat in a room and chatted and had microphones that happened to be turned on. Like that's how I feel it went. But I would love to know your thoughts. So if you guys want and if you guys liked this episode, please, please, please give it five stars on iTunes. That would mean so much to me. Also, you guys can talk about it in the private Facebook page. I would love that too too anyways i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode and i will see you back next monday with another episode of the real real podcast hey my name is lovan rumpf and i've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here. And vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.